I've told you in the past that if you knew me back when I was a new nurse, you would probably be floored that I am where I am now on the spectrum of beliefs when it comes to birth, because I was just as medical as everybody else when I was a new nurse, but something changed. And I've talked around it. I haven't really given the details of the story before. So I thought you might like to know what changed in my life and what I learned that caused me to come to the realization that natural birth is the best. Let's go. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. Mama, it is almost time for the very first Your Birth God's Way online childbirth education course to start. It starts next Thursday. So if you have been waiting, thinking, eh, I've got plenty of time to sign up, you're out of time, Mama. It's time to go down to the link in the description and get on the list because the class is filling up. And I'm so excited to see so many mamas deciding to put God first in their birth and to make sure that they have all the tools that they need to have that birth they've been dreaming of and that God wants you to have. So right now, I want you to stop waiting because like I said, you're about out of time. Go on down there to the description and click on that link. Inside of this course, you are gonna get everything that you need to prepare yourself well for your pregnancy and birth, to have the birth that you've been dreaming of and to rock it how you know that you can. We're gonna cover everything under the sun that you can imagine, everything from how to keep God first through this process. We're gonna talk about nutrition, how to make sure that you stay low risk so that you can have the birth in the setting that you want it so you're not forced to have it somewhere you don't want it. We're gonna talk about how to make sure you've got the right provider. We're gonna talk about how to prepare for labor itself and to manage the pain that unfortunately is kind of a part of it. We're gonna talk about labor itself and how you're gonna walk through that process with your head held high without being fearful, without worrying about every little thing, how to walk into it with confidence. Then we're gonna do some talking about also postpartum and breastfeeding and making sure that you're off on a good foot after the baby comes. I'm telling you, mama, everything you can think of is there, but guess what? The best part is, let's say there's some little thing that you really wanna talk about that somehow I managed to not cover. Every single class of all eight weeks is gonna have a live question and answer session where you're gonna have the opportunity to submit your questions and I'm gonna answer them live during our class. So there's nothing that we're gonna miss. We're gonna hit everything that you want. There's no other class out there that's quite like this one and I don't want you to miss it. I want you to be there. 
so don't wait any longer. You know life gets busy and things tend to get forgotten and I don't want this to be one of them. So go down to the description right now, click that link, get signed up to hold your spot. And I just can't wait to see you there. It's gonna be so much fun and we are gonna have a blast. Go sign up. As with everything in life, time and experience tend to change our outlooks what we think is right, what we think is wrong. We grow, we learn things, and we change the way we look at the world. And my story about how I came to realize that natural birth is really the best way is no different. When you're a new nurse, you know, you go through nursing school, you get your little piece of paper when you graduate, you get your little letters behind your name. But let's just be honest, you don't know anything. You get to your first floor, wherever you're working, or your first job, and you go into an apprenticeship or a preceptorship type of a situation with a more experienced nurse who teaches you the ropes. They teach you how to do your job. Yes, you've got the book knowledge. You did a little bit of clinicals. You know a few little things, just enough to be dangerous, really. So it's time for you to learn your actual job. And what ends up happening is you become a little version of your preceptor in most cases especially if you're young, because you really don't know enough to push back at all. So the things that they teach you are the things that you pick up and they're the things that you just trust are right. And they should be right. It's not that they're nefarious or they're trying to, you know, mislead you in any way. It's just that that's the way that they're teaching you is just the way things are done. And so it should be right. The protocols should be right that they're teaching you, right? So as a new nurse, that was my mentality. Well, they're not going to tell me something wrong. They're not going to mislead me. What they're telling me must be the best way. So I just kind of went along with it all. Like most new nurses do. I didn't question. But I didn't question for years, y'all, for years. I just went along with it because obviously this was the best way or we wouldn't be doing it, right? You know, we've come to think that we are in just like the best time of existence, really, that our medical uh, innovations have come so far. We've got so many medications. We've got so much technology. We've come so far. We're out of the dark ages. And we just really play up the current state of things as being the best. But is it really? I went along with it. I believe that it was the best because... Why wouldn't it be? Why would we be doing something that wasn't the best? That's dumb, right? I was the one, y'all, that would make fun of the people coming in with their birth plans. I would read them and say, uh-huh, yeah, right, you know, in my head. I didn't say it out loud. We would follow it away in their chart, their birth plan, and then pretty much be expecting that the C-section was coming. It was almost like we, we made it happen with our minds. Not that we have that kind of power, but you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, sure, you're going to labor naturally. Sure you are. Doubted every one of them. Didn't think they could do it expected that the c-section was coming sometimes even went ahead and pulled the c-section paperwork we go ahead and put labels on it the patient labels with their information and just go ahead and have it ready because we're pretty sure that's where they were headed i mean how negative and awful of me to have thought that way how negative and awful of an entire system to where the only reason i did those things is because i'd seen everybody else do them that's the reality so that was my whole first job station where i learned all those things. Then my second duty station, 
I started to think about it a little bit more, and I remember having a thought about epidurals and, and inductions, and I remember thinking, well, I mean, back in the Bible days, they didn't do this kind of stuff. They didn't have all this. I mean, haven't we been having babies for centuries without inductions and epidurals? Didn't it work okay? And so I would think about that for a minute, and then I'd just kind of be like, eh, well, I guess this is better because it's what we do, and so we'll just do this now because obviously it's better. But I never had any evidence to support that. It was just, again, it was just what we did. We just did the protocols. We just did the same old thing because that's just what you did. Then I got out of the Navy, and in those first few years, I had a couple of different jobs that weren't really related to labor and delivery at all as I was moving around and kind of trying to figure out where I was going to settle. And I got a little scorned. (laughs) It's kind of unrelated, but after being in the military and working for people who, let's just say, had no business being in charge of anybody, (laughs) corrupt leadership, corrupt bosses, not all of them, some were great, but some... I mean, it's, they would have never lasted in the civilian sector because nobody would have ever worked for them because they're awful people. And so I was tired of working for a system that was broken and corrupt, and I was looking for something I could work. I could do the work for myself as an RN. It's very hard to be an entrepreneur as an RN because usually you're working, you know, inside of a system for someone, for a physician or in a hospital or whatever. But I was still trying to find something. I was curious to see if there was even anything that existed. And I remember going to the library and I found a book and I I don't remember what it was called. Um, I don't remember. It's like a hundred jobs you can do. I I don't know, but it was basically a book that each page had another job um, idea. And in this book, I learned the term doula. I'd never really heard that. Or if I had, I didn't remember hearing it. I didn't really know what it was. And I was like, Hey, that looks kind of interesting. Let's see more about that. And so I did some research and I decided I was going to become a doula. If you don't know a doula, it's kind of like a a support person. It's, it's not a trained provider per se. You don't have to have any specific training or specific um, credentialing, but it's someone that comes with you to your labor and just supports you. They're just there with you. And so I was like, hey, I can do this. I can do this. So I could decide I am going to go to the doula training. Again, that's not necessarily something that you have to have, but if you want to be certified, it is something that you go through. So I went to this class. Ironically, I go to this class right about the time I had, I was about to start another PRN job at a local hospital in labor and delivery. And PRN means as needed in the nursing world. And so I was going to be working maybe a day or two a week at um, a hospital close to where I lived on the labor and delivery floor. And I told the doula trainer about this and she just kind of laughed and she said, we'll see how long that lasts or something to that effect. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, just, just wait. Cause you're going to learn things here that are going to make you not last there. (laughs) Cause she already knew she knew what I didn't know yet. So the way this room was set up, it was, we were all sitting at round tables and I was sitting all the way back in the back. So I was just a hair bit behind the whole classroom. Most of the people were in, or all of the people were in front of me. Nobody could really just see me. Nobody was looking directly at me. And I remember 
Her name was Tammy. That was the the uh, instructor. She may be listening to this. I've told her about my podcast. She's still a friend of mine. I remember her standing up there, and she's teaching us about different things. And she comes to the uh, section about the cascade of interventions. And I don't know how many times I threw my hands up and just shook my head in that day. <laughs> it I probably lost count. But she would just sit up there and laugh at me because... She knew what I was going through. She knew what I was realizing in a slow, terribly painful (laughs) day of training. Because everything she was telling us, I knew was true. And I was starting to connect the dots and realize what I had been a part of for so, so, so many years. And she would say some new thing and I would just lean my head back and throw my hands up like, I can't believe this. I'm a part of the problem. I am the problem. And over the course of that class, of course, I started to understand the system. I started to understand this conundrum that we were in, and the light bulb came on. And once you know something, you can't unknow it. And so I went back to this job. I can't remember the exact timeline, but very soon after this training, I started this new job. And she was right. I don't think I lasted six months there. And the biggest problem that I had and the reason that I ended up quitting that job was because I could remember inducing these mamas. They would come in usually at midnight or some terrible time of night. Again, it wasn't about them. It was about convenience. We're trying to get them in early so that hopefully they'll get into labor and hopefully they'll have this baby before supper time the next day. It was all about the staffing. It was all about the provider schedules. It was not about the mama because in no way is it a good idea to induce labor at night. It's just a bad plan. You're exhausting this mama from the start. But I digress. I remember these moms coming in and I remember thinking, If I give them true informed consent that I'm supposed to give them, meaning I fully tell them the risks of this medication that I'm about to put inside of them, they're going to leave. Because any mom who knows the full risks of these medications is not going to sign up for them. And then the other side of this was, so if I tell them all the risks, they're going to leave. And I'm going to get fired because all my patients are leaving. I'm running all the the business out the door. The hospital's not making any money, right? But the flip side of that coin was if I didn't give informed consent, if I didn't truly go over all the risks and benefits of these medications, and I just kind of skimmed over it like we always did, but then something went wrong and it went to court or deposition or whatever level it went to, I would get eaten alive because I wouldn't be able to lie. They would be able to know that I knew what potentially could happen. They would identify that I didn't give full informed consent like I was supposed to. I didn't tell this mom what could happen. And that was their only chance to actually get the information. And so my license would be gone. So either way, I'm going to lose here. I'm either going to lose my job or I'm going to lose my license and put babies in danger that I really truly believed I was putting in danger. I I believe that I was setting them up for potential bad things to happen. And so I couldn't do it anymore. I had to quit. And there began my journey to become a midwife. Because once you know what you need 
to be a doula, but you already have all that medical training and all that experience, being a midwife just makes sense because it's basically just adding those two things together, giving women the support and being with women during this time, but using all that knowledge that you have as well, not just leaving that behind. Doulas are wonderful, but they don't have to have the medical training that I already had, and I wanted to be able to, to use that training and that knowledge. And so that is my journey of how I came to realize that natural birth is best because we were breaking things. We were, uh, here we are supposed to be there to help these mamas have their babies as safe as possible, but we were breaking them. We were creating problems. We were walking them down, ushering them in to this cascade of interventions that was just going to set them up for all the things that they really didn't want but had no power to prevent. And when you go into birth with a mentality of natural is best and I can do this, you avoid a whole slew of things interventions that are not without risk and they do cause problems every day in America. There are mamas who walk out of hospitals with problems that they would not have had had they never walked into the hospital. And I'm not going to go into the depth of that right now because I don't want to put a bunch of fear on your shoulders, but I just need you to understand that when you stay away from unnecessary intervention unnecessary. I'm not talking about when something is needed, truly needed. I'm talking about we're just doing this because it's just what we do and it's what the protocols say we we do. When you stay away from those things, you reduce the risk of thing of certain things happening to you in your pregnancy 100% because those things aren't there anymore. There are medications, there are procedures, there are all kinds of things that bring risk into your pregnancy and into your birth that will not ever be there if you don't ever bring those interventions in. This episode is not the place that for me to go into all those interventions because there's just so many. But the good news is there is a place for that. And if you are wanting a natural birth and you've realized that natural birth is best, that it's God's best for you, that he made us to do this, that he created this process for us to be able to do it. He didn't set us up to fail. He doesn't want us to fail. He wants us to find strength in him. If you're realizing that and you want that, I want you to be in my very first Your Birth God's Way Christian Childbirth Education course. That's where we're going to go through all this to make sure that you have all the information and all the preparation that you need. We're going to put the focus on God and preparing ourselves to have his best inside of this system that's set to steer us away from him and that's set to make it all about them and not about what is best for our babies and for us and for our faith in God to grow. I'm going to cover it all in there so that you will have the best chance to embrace this birth that you've been dreaming about without fear and with confidence. So if that sounds like something that you need, if you're ready to have that in your pregnancy and in your birth, head down to the description right now. Go ahead and get signed up. The class is filling up. And once it's full, it's full. The doors will be closed and they won't be opening back up for a while. So be sure if you're pregnant right now, don't wait around. I don't want you to miss out on this. All the details are down in that link in the description. So go check it out right now. And I will see you right back here next episode. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, 
would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.